right, y'all. Welcome to episode 70 of Can't Call It with your boy, J.Q. And your boy, Jay Wright. And we bike is up. <laughs> the Black Joe Platt, a.k.a. B. Tompkins in the building. Make some noise. Yeah. Make some noise. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, our <laughs> second second episode as part of the, the Pigskin Network. Uh, make some noise for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, fellas. Uh, well, we know we know we left y'all hanging. Uh, we had some technical difficulties between episode sixty nine and the SEC championship, but uh, we back, man. We got that all figured out. Tell them out. the truth. Tell them nah, what we, it really we was. Some, no, we had some issues. That's what really happened. Yeah, man. Yeah, let my, my homie lag get off. That's you me. ain't that important, bro. You ain't that important, ain't nah. my boy. Ain't be. Ain't want me to praise my boy. But that's cool. Nah, nah. Do, do you want to get your flowers off for of Lab? Whatever his name is, Lab McCarthy. Man, wow, that's what we doing. That's what we doing. Act like you don't know his name. Then he they get hurt. His name. <laughs> yeah, he did. Guy. He did. No, no, he got hurt in the second quarter. He scored a touchdown. Like he, he just scored. He got close to score, and he got got hurt. So he didn't really produce the way he could have because because he, he got hurt. But he had like what, like five catches, like How'd eighty yards touchdown. Should have him by by catching the ball and almost scoring. Somebody almost hurt my boy, man. You oh, know? That extra effort. He brings his lunch pail. Hey, brought his lunch pail. He, he brought he's, that bitch. He brought his lunch pail. He's a high motor guy. Dome. Well, he need to he's work a on high motor. motor. He need to work Cerebral. on recovery. That's what he needs to work on. His dad's probably a coach. Yo, you know? coach's kid. Yo, overlooked First one in, in last school. one to leave. Yo. He was, severely. Overlooked <laughs> on this podcast, too. Save for me. This is that's cool. podcast. I don't care about no land. Anyways, um, let's progress. Let's progress. So, uh, yeah, guys, I don't think we need to uh, labor the point on uh, what happened. But, J-Rat, you had some, some stuff you wanted to get off your chest as far as how we uh, approached the, uh, 60, yeah. the episode 69 and how it kind of ended. Yeah. So uh, we was we got to give ourselves some flowers, man. It's been a lot of times we even had some stuff said that was controversial beforehand. And people be like, I don't know, I don't know. But we was right. Everybody was right. Yep. Round table, everybody was right. And so I got to give all of us our flowers. You know, Kels came with his analysis. B. Tump came with his Kirk Herbstreit type analysis. And I came with <laughs> bullshit and still was right. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is, man. I got to tip my hat off to Georgia. I can still say fuck Georgia because I now owe my uncle uh combo meal from Culver's because of that. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. Uh, have y'all had Culver's? It's fire. Yeah, Culver's is pretty cool. I, I don't man. like it. I don't that know you to. Them white people make some good ass burgers up there, man. To mess our sponsorship up, but go ahead. Man, go ahead and Co- go off. Culver's is some mid dog. I don't, I don't Damn. Know. But you know what? Y'all have easy access to Whataburger and all Whataburger. that. Whataburger. So it's like up here, they don't really use no Tony's on no seasoning or nothing. So, yikes! That's about that's about the best you're gonna get. You get Tony's from the store, though. Like that's, not even that's like, what I'm saying. I used to be fat, y'all. I'm ordering fast food and be like, "Hey, I brought my own seasoning. Can y'all sprinkle this on the shit while y'all cooking it?" Nah, I can't do that. So, nah. If you have nah, a certain size, I, I feel like you can, and they'll just they'll mm. on GP. They'll be like, "Yeah, he know what he's talking mm. about." I ain't gonna talk. I, you know what? Fat people play rally. Go ahead, y'all got that one. But I ain't bringing up size. <laughs> size does matter <laughs> when, it, when you coming through there. When you playing offensive line, it matters. 
that's that ain't my testimony. But these niggas nowadays fell. Let me talk about that real quick. Like the old linemen that we grew up having yeah. are, are different than the old linemen that this generation has. Like, what you're saying is there's, there's no more Orlando Paces? Nah, man. Nah. Pancake eating ass. There's no more. Uh, what's our boy used to be in the middle playing nose tackle? Uh, Gil- Gil- Gilbert for the Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert Brown. Brown. Yep. Gilbert Norman, Brown. Big Norman and the, Hand and them. And the Gilbert Burgers. <laughs> the Gilbert Burgers. Yeah, you don't see no cast no more. Nah. Nope. No, no, we got Aaron Donalds. Oh, yeah. So, But what you were saying, uh, Jay, right about, uh, about the game in general, kind of, did you see something? That, that was that you yeah. thought was something that could be built build upon or yeah man my boy Nuss has driven the bus <laughs> Georgia Dome and said everybody get on I'm carrying us in the second half well you know we, we give Jaden his flowers throughout the season as he progressed but there was a slight regression the last couple of games and we mentioned that too on the podcast and so he holds the ball a bit too long for my liking. There are some times where he drop back and, you, you know, anybody that's seen football long enough, you know, there has to be a rhythm to when you're letting that ball out. You got to let that thing fly sometimes. And uh, I think he was too trusting of his legs. And so when you put nuts in and we down, so you got to throw the ball anyway, he came in there and it was a, a wee festival. It was wee, everything. Wee, wee, just out of his hands. And it was it was beautiful because it gave the receivers a chance at those 50-50 balls. Yeah, he might throw some that you'd be like, I don't know about that. But he's also going to throw some. you like, damn. I don't know who could have made that throw other than Mahomes and Kyler Murray and some niggas like that. But whoa, whoa, whoa. He did. Hey, but I'm not comparing him to them. Okay. I'm not comparing him to them. I'm saying he's thrown some that – you don't see most college quarterbacks take that risk and throw. Hey, hey but in, like. fa- in fairness, though, do you agree that he didn't have – he came in with zero pressure? Because no. the game was pretty much looked at as being over with at halftime. So, I mean, he didn't really – like, he couldn't lose us the football game. And when you can't lose us the football game, then you, you had that pressure of just going out there and just – like you were saying, throwing, which I know that's kind of his M.O., but then it took it to a next level when we were down by 30, and he was just like, but let me just go ahead and throw it. You can, you can also argue what pressure was Jaden under. Yeah, we was in a championship game, but what we well, had, Yeah, like we still had a shot to win whenever Jaden was in the game, whereas us, it was already, you know, that like the game was already spoken. But, let that thing fly. And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. When the game got so, so when Nuss first came in and we started a little comeback, he got he regressed a little bit when the game got closer. Mm. Like when the game got closer and we were down by like two touchdowns, he threw a pick. Like he, he you know, like yeah. like he started, you know, when the game. But when we were down by thirty, he was slaying that hole. You know, yeah. like I said, when you know, which I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened, but I just feel like it's, it was a lot easier for him to come in in that position. And Jaden wasn't playing bad either. He wasn't. They weren't was. playing bad. Like, like they scored seven points off of a block kick. They scored. I mean, they they had that interception that was just nobody's fault. So like, Jaden yeah. wasn't really playing bad. He was not. So it's like I don't, I don't know. Like I really like 
Nuss. I really do. Like, I like him. I want him to be good enough to be our quarterback because, like you said, he lets it fly. And I like that. I, li- I like a quarterback who's going to give our talented ass receivers a chance. But I just can't say that that Saturday night in the, the Georgia Dome was enough for me to say, let's start him over Jaden. And I know you I'm weren't not, saying that, but a lot of mm. LSU fans were. Mm. This is who we need. This is who we need. I'm like, you can't take that one mm. game. Let's, when, yeah, let's back. Right. I was definitely not saying that. I'm just. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, was, I said that. I said that. Yeah, I was, I you know, but but I mean, a large contention of us were a large contention of our fans were like, you know, every if you went on 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 Tiger droppings, so many threats. Jaden need to go pro. Nuss needs to be our quarterback. Like this, 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 this. And they were prisoners of that moment. You know, mm-hmm. when I think a lot of things were in. Garrett Nussmeyer's uh, hit, hit his favor that Saturday night. Man, Nuss was throwing picks to Southern, dog. I'm not ready to anoint this man. No, <laughs> but I'm sorry. saying. You can't let that go, huh? Yeah, because I'm saying. I, can't. I still remember that. I, mean, I was there. I was there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's because you were there. You saw an HD. <laughs> but you didn't see no progression from then? You didn't think his play improved from that I point? I mean, Jerry Lee progressed from 2011. I still don't want him to be the quarterback either. Good point. Damn, I'll tell you what, Jay's the nicest asshole on the planet, bro. Man. He don't get it. I, when <laughs> I see Garrett Nussmeyer coming to the game, I just picture 2011 look, all over look, again, bro. Look, look. Uh, Jay, 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 Jay Kell, like, prime is uh, that, 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 uh, that first team meeting in Colorado. He's like, y'all can hit the portal. All yeah. y'all go. I'm breaking I'm my, my luggage. luggage. <laughs> it's Louis. It's Louis. And it's Louis. Hey, prime, prime makes you, I, I, I know sometimes the word, nepotism but prime like makes you enjoy that shit because prime was like listen i'm bringing my son and he gonna start like hey, what y'all gonna say well while we here let's go ahead and talk about it i ain't gonna lie it it was entertaining but that's pretty fucked up dog. Yeah. like you can't <laughs> tell them kids that dog and you can't have like how you gonna name the starter before he even touched campus dog like I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It was Grant, not, they went, it was they went one and eleven. So clearly, whoever playing quarterback yeah. ain't yeah. doing what he's supposed to be yeah. doing. But come on, man. I wouldn't have taken that 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 road. Correct. That wasn't the road that I would have came in on. But that that goes into one of those things with like, well, was he wrong? You know. So, so yeah, like I wouldn't have gone that route. But I can't say it was that necessarily me, wrong. Because I, I, I did a as a senior body language expert of the podcast. I scanned the room. <laughs> Ain't no yeah. dogs in that room. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Hey, y'all, y'all see the cat take off his hat when Deion said no hats in my team. <laughs> and it was a cat snatch his hat off quick in the back. Like, nah. Bro, I'm trying to stick around. That one, uh, that one slew-footed uh, kid was in the side. He was like, what about the what about the coaching staff? I was like, fam, you ain't going to be here. What's about the coaching I know. You staff? Might, why are you worried about them? Pack your bag. You're not Louie. <laughs> and it's Louie. And you, sir, are not Louis. Yeah, dude. Said it's, and it's Louis. You not Adam even. Drake. You not even Patagonia, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you that Walmart like Y'all can get out of here. Your shit gonna start fraying at the yeah, end. Yeah, you'd be lucky if your stuff zip up on your next trip because <laughs> that shit gonna fall off. Man, you want to lean that bag and roll. But now Jay Wright brought up a good point as far as uh, progression, man. How how do you, how do y'all feel about you know from from Florida State to to Georgia as far as how the season progressed? I mean, y'all can give me 
players, you can give me coaches, teams, hey. wherever you want to go with it, man. Can I can I take this one, V? Yep. Look, Florida State, we had Mike Johnson, Cam Wire starting. Oh wow, I forgot about Cam Wire. Damn. Yeah. Oh, and now, now he's in the these cats in the portal. You know what I mean? So that shows you from the beginning of the season, the coaching staff had an idea of who they thought was going to be players. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the season, it was a completely different lineup out there. And that's that bodes well to me in the sense that this coaching staff is like, hey, we made a mistake. This dude ain't got no dog in him. Let's mm-hmm. move on. And, and try to make this, you know, this team work together cohesively. I think the biggest surprise to me is how quickly the defense was able to pick up the scheme, you know. Yep. Um, but I could also say the same about the offense, too. It seemed as though at first that Florida State game, I was like, I don't know what we doing for real. Is there a scheme? But <laughs> after a while, it's like, Okay, you know, we're going to run somebody in motion, cross the formation, see if they ain't man. Then we're going to run our little RPO offense. And we're going we're gonna to matriculate down the field. Well, for the defense, you know, we're going to come multiple. We're going to use our best players in their best spots. And when we had everybody healthy, we were versatile, you know. And we, were, and we played a lot of DBs, a lot of D linemen. And I think that, like I said, that bodes well for the future. So I'm, I'm very pleased with the coaching staff. I think the biggest surprise for me, even though I thought he was going to be cool, was Makai Wingo. Because after we mm-hmm. lost Mason, I was like, man, I don't know how we going to survive in the middle, you know? But Makai was I almost cried when Mason Smith got hurt, dog. Bruh. Mm-hmm. It was like. Especially how he got hurt. I was like, he wasn't doing nothing. No, he was celebrating. Remember that linebacker in the movie of the program when he broke his leg and everybody was like, oh, no, he done for. I, I kind of cried a little bit. That's where I felt for Mason. I was like, damn, this was supposed to be his breakout year. Like, true dog, all SEC, maybe even all American. And that was what, the opening drive, the second drive or something like oh, that? Like and that he, yeah. And he, he didn't even touch anybody. Like, he blew up the play, then he got back there to celebrate and jumped up, and that was it. So, yeah, I just, like I said, I'm just I'm I'm a, I feel good about the program as a whole and the direction we're going in. Like it's a it's a cross country trip, and the stepdad got the got the MapQuest up. Not the MapQuest. Yeah, he got the MapQuest. He printed the papers out. Yeah, he printed them out. He yep. got mom checking it twice, and you like, man, we got lunchables back here and everything. Like we cool. B, what you what you felt about the season, man, from from beginning to end, man? Oh, it was a great progression. Like we uh we started out on a, a low because we went to Florida State favorite, uh, which looking back it makes you wonder like why why we were favored. I think we were favored just on name and name you know, and location. Uh, yeah, just name who we were, who they had been, um, and then you know we kind of hit that little low point where people started wondering like okay what is this team who is this team um and then we had an opportunity to show without so much of a of a uh, of a target on our back and we had a little streak and then when that target kind of started coming on our back and we had some huge wins uh and we had some big losses and then you hit the low point of the season when you 
had clinched the SEC West. You knew you were going to Atlanta, and your last job was to go into Aggieland and beat a low um, A&M team. And by low, I mean weren't as good as you. Um, and so that kind of sucked. But then now you have a chance in a bowl game. But here's the issue with, with, with like the, the bowl game. Uh, you're playing against an opponent who you can beat. But the issue is with the transfer portal and not really the segue is you don't really know like the team that finished the season for LSU isn't going to be the team that's on the field because those players that are transferring are going to be gone. So you don't really know who, who your, who your team is going to be in the bowl game. So you would like to end the season with the big win and get the program momentum, um, going into the spring and all of that, but like your team that you're probably going to roll out there January 2nd isn't the team that you finish the season with. So it's just, it's going to kind of be kind of an unknown because if we go out there and we find a way to lose to, to Purdue, it's not necessarily going to be because Purdue was better than us. It's going to be because we were playing people who hadn't played all season. We didn't have a lot of depth. So you're going to run into a lot of those, issues there uh i mean john trey circling ain't playing quarterback so that's we ain't got john trey yeah we ain't got john trey we probably get our ass whooped uh just be real on it but but overall like the the progression of the season was great because like i said we lost no pressure we had a streak we had a huge win had a couple huge huge wins um ended not the way you wanted to to end uh, you fought hard in the SEC championship game, even though we, we had kind of gone there overmatched. But people saw people saw some things in the SEC championship game that gave the, that put that gave LSU fans hope and put the rest of college football on notice. Because I, I I recall tweeting like because you know on Twitter you get a lot of interaction with fans of other schools or whatever, and people ha ha oh you're getting the ass whooped, and I was like yeah laugh now because. That's the worst you're going to see LSU. That's the worst you're going to see a competitive LSU is that team right there. Because with the faith that we have in Brian Kelly, this program is doing nothing but going up. Man, so it's funny y'all brought that up. So what was y'all's favorite – or what was your biggest surprise? I know Jars brought it up already, but what was your biggest surprise from the season? Makai Wingo I listed. Uh, because, like, honestly, him coming from Missouri just didn't know – you just didn't know who you were going to get. Like, you, didn't, you just didn't know. You know, it was like Missouri. Like, okay, he was a really good player, but, like, mm-hmm. Missouri. You know, you like, Missouri's not known for just great players, you know? Uh, Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Chase Daniel. Um, but, you know who else, you know who else I, I put down as, like, my – surprised our transfer defense having you wondering like you wonder how they're going to translate to sec ball and even the the the, the, the joe fouches and the brooks from arkansas like you're like yeah but you know like you like there was still some doubt there because yeah they started but it was arkansas arkansas didn't have the athletes in the defensive backfield to compete with the defensive back that lsu has so yeah you might go over here and start but are you going to start at lsu uh like 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 that was my biggest question mark coming into the, the season. And that was my biggest surprise because they had some games where they looked outstanding, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I listed them, my Man. DBs. 
My Jerry su- Bernard Converse. Yeah. Oh yeah. My biggest surprise. It's this is gonna sound funny. My biggest surprise was Harold Perkins. Um, and the reason being is that he was highly like touted. But we've seen this story before where this the cat who flipped at the last minute. Everybody want him. He's supposed to be that dude. They get on campus and you're like, why are we worried about not. him? Yeah, he ain't yeah. all that. Like he he's yeah. great, but he's not as advertised. Now this kid was as advertised. Like yes, actually I was I was blown away to be honest. Like yes. For somebody who didn't know the defense very well, I mean, honestly, none of them knew the defense that well to start the season. Um, and then to just be slowly picking it up and just coming in in situational downs and then to literally win us a game in Arkansas that we had no business winning because yep. we played like boo-boo. Um, I was like, okay, was a good one. the future is bright here, bro. Like, this dude, he 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 got something for him. Like, yeah, I don't that was a good put, one, yeah. I don't want to put him on Devin White level yet, but he could, he could do that. Could do that. Jeez, might be better than that. him. Oh, from a from a physical tools. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. put together upstairs. Um, what was y'all favorite moment from the season, man? Alabama, <laughs> Alabama win, Alabama win, bro. That was this. That was my favorite moment. And I and I hate to go chalk there. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I was it trying is, to think it of it. I was yeah. I was trying to think of the day. I was like, bro, like. Just the level of emotion that I was going through watching that game um, and just that two-point play and just the crowd and just seeing everybody and just, you know, and like the the the, the, the team, uh, Ali Gay in the postgame, in, the, in the, the, the locker room telling Brian Kelly, this is why you came here. And Brian Kelly Hell wholeheartedly yeah. agreeing, like just yeah. Alabama was the, was, you know. And we and that loss is what like that's one of the losses that kept them from hitting their ultimate goal. You know, because you could pretty much people were penciling in Alabama at the at the beginning of the season in the national championship. They're like, mm-hmm. and return this team that just went to the national championship. Like this is who who is going to play in the national championship. And we, even though we weren't their only loss, that was the loss that fucked they shit up, pissed in a cereal. Yeah, Man, and if you think about it. uh I still don't think Alabama's a championship team, but to lose your only two losses and it's less than ten points, like that's that's still a hell of a season, bro. Like, oh yeah, like people talking about them niggas that they they just was terrible. Garbage. Like they wasn't yeah. terrible. Just no, that wasn't the standard. We, yeah, yeah. just one good. Ter- yeah. they, they had a few games over one possession that yeah. typically weren't one possession in the past. True. And that, that's why I've heard people say, you know, Alabama and Clemson are slipping, but I don't think that's the case. I think they missed on their recruiting profiles as of late. Mm. And mm. so. But um, that's part of the college game, too, though. Yeah, because this is another thing. I think this is what's going to hurt Dabo the most. He doesn't dip in the transfer portal. Nick goes in there heavy handed. He, he cherry picks the top guys that he wants and he gets them in. But one that of them guys didn't work out for him too well, huh? Hmm. <clears throat> Eli. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Dabble doesn't go into the transfer portal. He also has this this policy where if you commit to Clemson, you can't go on other visits. And I feel like kids are starting to catch on and they'd be like, nah, I I I, I want to look around before I commit. And then you got transfers that can't go go out and can't go in type of thing. So it's, I think, even though Clemson's in the eight uh, ACC, Florida State's coming. You know, 
teams like that are going to try to knock them off their roots. So I just think <clears throat> that Alabama win was big. Yeah, but I got another big moment too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, that was a horrible transition, but that was, we got another big moment. <laughs> uh, I think you could argue the Joe Fouchoua one-handed interception sealed the yep. SEC West Championship for us too. Because that was a good pick. Ole Miss was driving, and they mm-hmm. were in the red zone. And at this point, we weren't really – we didn't have the momentum. We didn't have the momentum at that point. And when he made the interception, it's like we took points off the board. And then the game just swung big in our favor after that. And so um, Ole Miss was in the contention to win the West until – well, yeah, we kind of broke we kind of broke their spirit. But, I mean, that was – they were the at other time. At the time. Yeah. At that time, they were they were up there, so I feel like that was a big moment for the season as well. And that was just another transfer DB making a big play, you know. Mm, yep, man, that was a good one. Obviously, Bama is is you know clear cut number one for me. The one that kind of told me, you know, what we might have some. It was it was the Florida <laughs> game when uh the don't back down was playing, and I seen my mm-hmm. coach on the sideline <clears throat> singing it. And then yeah, when I found out, and then when I found out after the fact, like why he was doing that, I was like, okay, the mindset is different now. Like, yeah, Florida didn't end up being nothing, but at the time, you know, they had beaten Utah, and we see what, what Utah turned into. Um, it's the swamp. It was it was electrified. They was honoring uh, Tom Petty, and they showed a lot of testicular fortitude, as they like to say, <laughs> and uh, they got the dub, man. So, you know, I don't care what the school, what the records are. LSU versus Florida is always LSU versus Florida. So, hey, right. speaking of petty, what is you? What is Utah? What is Utah again? Pac twelve champs. Yeah, oh, who they? Who they be? He just trying to. He just trying to be. He just trying to bring up old shit. <laughs> hey, they won the game. They, they won the game. But if you, I don't know if you watched that game, but that was a point where SC was up like. 21-3 or something. Or, or like they, they were about a line they were driving. They made a stupid-ass decision to go for it. They got stopped, and that's why they lost the game. I'm not saying that that was the reason they lost, but they, they could have grabbed that, that game what did that by say? the ball. Nobody's, nobody circles the wagons. <laughs> a family of angry Samoans. I know. <laughs> did, did, y'all, uh, did y'all watch the, the Heisman Trophy so, uh, ceremony? No. no. I was at a party. No. Uh. I started watching it after uh, Jameis. Yeah. No My daddy wanted to watch it, and I was like, bro, I don't want to watch this. And he's like, just tell me who won. He goes, nah, the fun is, you know, hearing their stories and all that. I was like, dog, it's 2022, dog. We know everything about these cats now. Like, there's nothing new. But one thing I did notice, man, Caleb Williams got some bad calves, dog. I don't, something don't look right. His calf yeah, to ankle he, ratio yeah. is a little off. Yeah. Yeah, he don't, he don't, he doesn't look... Like he doesn't look like he's as athletic as he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when, even when, whenever he's playing, he's moving around. Like I, there's something about him that I just don't love, you know. And I really like USC. I like to watch them play. Something about Caleb Williams, I just don't see pro, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really think he's a product of his offense, and I think in in a couple other offensive styles, he's not going to give you. A fraction of of the production, so no, I kind of yeah. So, I'm with that. do you do you 
Because I heard this on the NFL podcast. Teams that are potentially tanking for Caleb Williams next year. God, I would do, do all that. Why? Exactly. Hell no. I, did, I agree with B. I don't see it. I think he's yeah. good. I think he's a great yeah. quarterback. College quarterback. Exactly. But the, yeah. the you know how it was like almost undeniable that Kyler Murray was an elite athlete, you know? Uh-huh. Even though he was small in stature, he was like, that yeah. dude, that dude if, if getting in the right system can be pretty good because he, yep. he can put the ball anywhere. Caleb Williams, yeah, he's he can throw the ball, but I don't mm-hmm. see – like there was somebody saying Patrick Mahomes type throwing uh, uh, with him, and I don't see that. I don't see no. that. The ball no. doesn't have that type of zip to me, and so I feel like somebody's going to try to get him. There's going to be a team that desperately needs a quarterback, and they might be underwhelmed by him. They're gonna kill I, I their franchise. What's, go, what's gonna happen is they're gonna they're gonna see his size and they're gonna compare him to Josh Allen. And they're gonna think they're getting a Josh Allen kind of two point Which I don't. He don't have that kind of arm. Like Josh Allen got a one of a kind arm. And then two, they're gonna see the Lincoln Riley effect and like, oh, Jalen Hurts is successful. Uh, Kyler is doing his thing. Baker. Baker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes and no. (laughs) Let him make. Let him make. Um, So yeah, I mean. It's no 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 um no coincidence that all four of them were Heisman Trophy can't finalists and three of them won it. So I mean, clearly there's one person who's involved with that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think if anybody's tanking for Caleb, I think that's a bad idea. Like if you get him and you can work with him, cool. But you know, if he go to Kyle Shanahan, cool. But if he goes to name your other run of the mill court. Uh, Coach, then nah, it ain't gonna work out. I mean, nah, K- Kyle yeah. Shanahan already has his uh racially ambiguous quarterback already in Trey Lance. He's fine, he's good. Uh, Ky- uh Kyle Shanahan is like <laughs> water the Kool Aid, dog. He makes some fish stretch, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it stretch. He do. He say, you got you got two eyes and two legs. All right, cool. I can work with that. Yeah. Bro, if I was a red back, that blood. Man, I would not go to San Francisco, bro. They run through running backs like supermarket sweet go through canned goods, man. Since we hear a good segue, uh, transfer portal, since you know, those quarterbacks yeah. we talked about all transfer for the most part. Right. What up, peeps? This is Jay Wright of Can't Call It. DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting part of the NFL. It's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. With same-game parlays and easy and fast payouts, it's a sure pick. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Also, check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost. The bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. We out. Break! Ooh. Uh-huh. 
Jarvis, you I feel like you're our transfer portal expert. What's what's the latest in LSU? Uh, we know Jack Besh, that, that news came out, but who who else are we losing uh, to the portal, man? Uh Cam Wire, obviously. Um and I went it's Jack Besh is the biggest name in the portal for us right now. But if you read the tea leaves, you could have you could have saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Even, with the, said, even with the legacy. <laughs> Even with the legacy and him having the yips and Walker Howard being his best friend, I think he saw the fact Kayshawn was coming back. He's the uh, only caucus. Yeah, he's the only caucus guy in the room. And uh, (laughs) nah, he's three fourths. Look, let me say something. I love Jack Vish, I really do, but I feel like. He, in this offense that then Brock has, he's not he wasn't utilized fully. And then also I think mentally he was shot at some point. And I've heard Coach Kelly say he was our best player. That was an actual sound bite in the first Yeah, time. I remember that. He said Jack Bess is our best player. And I, I think that was fumble. the I think that was to keep him in it mentally because he knew Bess was beating himself up about fumbling mm-hmm. that ball. After the Tennessee game, if you remember Bash the season before, he was fiery. He was engaged. He was passionate every play, every snap. Borderline cocky. Yes, this yeah. year is like uh, he's second guessing himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I think a change of scenery would would be good for him. I like I said, I wish the guy well. I love the shirts, uh, bitch. I'm from Louisiana. I wanted to get one, but it didn't come in the mail fast enough. So I'm resending that one back to Gordon. I want my invoice. But uh, <laughs> I just think um, if you look at the portal, and let me stand on my soapbox real quick. That's almost a thousand kids in the transfer portal right now. More than at any point in history since the transfer portal has started. Last year, 42% of guys that entered the portal did not end up at a power five or FBS school even. They had to either go JUCO or quit playing football altogether. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that means they're not getting good advice. You know, I feel like this staff is kind of letting them know, hey, it ain't working out for you here. You might want to test the waters. But it's not like when Coach O was already in Destin and they like, hey, I'm so-and-so going in the portal. Who? Who in the portal? No, nah, it ain't like that no more. It's a plan to turn over the roster, get some better depth. And you can see by the offers we handed out. We're going at the edge guys and tight ends. We know we need more tight ends on the roster. We're recruiting more tight ends in high school. And we need more edge guys and defensive linemen. Because, like I said, Matt House defense predicated on versatility. And you don't know if Jaquilla and Roy's coming back. He needs some more defensive tackles. He needs some more defensive ends. So, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. We may also pick up a corner here and there. I like Denver Harris, who's out from Texas A and M, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. I think yep. the staff is real uh, prudent in their process. They're taking their time. They're doing some. You know, they they checking these guys' background before they even bring them in. I think character. What is that in elementary school? These had them character counts sessions. <laughs> yeah, character counts. <laughs> <laughs> they probably doing the same thing in the live cook center and shit with them kids. Like, yep. hey, come here. We gonna we gonna make sure you you're a fit. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see who we pick up over the next what 40 days. The portal's open for about 45 days. So yep. uh, 
once we find out who all we got coming in and coming out, then we can do a net positive net game and kind of go from there. But I think it's good. It's a good time to be LSU Tiger. I think the roster is in good hands. And uh, this is my this is this is my soundbite of the night. I think Bill Polian is going to be reduced to just a GM type role. Thank God. And I think that's what his his forte is is building the roster out. So no more special teams. Just Bruh, get us get, get him off the headset. He don't need mm. none of that. Just he be looking lost, dog. I'm go just, be a figurehead. Go be like you can tell he was pressing like every time something on special teams that was even like iffy. He be on the field and getting held back. I'm like, fam, you ain't got to do all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just showing out. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a five yard penalty. It's not a fifteen yarder. It's a five yard penalty. Mean that. That's how, that's how it is. We know your job on the line. You do walk past a supervisor a couple more times, make it look like you're doing some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fam, got you to. know we know you, uh, Kelly's boy, dog. Just just chill. You ain't got to do I, all that. <laughs> you be in the warehouse. Hey, can like, I? Uh, I told. I can add. Uh, into the, the 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 transfer portal talk. I think sometimes there's a misconception with transfer portal, and people don't look at they look at the size of the name and not the effect of the loss. Mm. And like Jack Besh is a big name because people want him to be so great. Uh-huh. But like then you got but you got to when you're looking at a transfer portal, you got to look at the effectiveness of the loss. Big name, small loss. Because one of the questions that I, I that that I ask people who are big Jack, Jack Best people, and they're like, "Hey, we didn't use them right. We didn't do that." I'm like, "Who were you gonna put on the bench for Jack Best? Who were you gonna put on the bench?" Uh. And nobody can nobody can take any of our top four three receivers or tight end and say, "Well, I'll put him on the bench instead yep. of Jack Best." You're not gonna put him in yeah. over Kayshawn. You're not gonna put him in over Malik. You're not gonna put him over over Brian Thomas Jr. Shit, you probably not 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 gonna gonna put him in over Kyron Lacey. You know, like there's like yeah, it's the whole All Star snub thing. Like, okay, this person got snub. Who's but who who's you not gonna get an, Who's not an All Star? Then tell me. Yes, correct, so, correct. And that's uh-huh. what you gotta. That's what you gotta ask in the the portal. And, that, and that's one of the, one of the games that I play. Every time LSU loses somebody, I'm like, all right, well. Who took this person's spot? And I was like, okay, like, and then I'm like, all right, who else? Who could I take out over this over this person? And in most cases, if I can't think of anybody, then that loss to me ain't shit. Yeah, hmm. like, I thought okay. you was, thought you was cutting my legs out from under me, but I agree. No man, never. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like you know you hear the whole when people no, talk about uh, Jamison Williams last year, and it's like I can't believe. Ohio State let him go. I'm like, do you see who Ohio State has playing wide receiver? <laughs> Olave, Garrett Wilson, like he could play are, there. Like they, okay. they lighten the league up. <laughs> what are you talking Correct. about? Correct. Um, you don't want to wait. That's cool. Yeah, man. It's, the transfer portal, I think, is it's one of those things. It's, it's a hot topic. People love to talk about it. But in the day, there's only a few schools that are playing it right. I think we're one of them. Um, case in point, this past year, I mm. think Dion's gonna use it effectively. Cause mm-hmm. let's be honest, how you gonna turn over Colorado quickly without doing that? Um, and then you see like some of the big stuff, like Lincoln Riley moving from Oklahoma to USC. He took his guys that he already basically had. So I don't think you're gonna see this mass exodus to to USC every single year. I think that was just a, a unique. No case. one. To, yep. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's juicy to talk about, you know, all of the 
you know, the guys like the the Joe class, the Kirk Herb Streets, they like to talk about it like it's the end of college football. I'm like, it's really not, dog. It's, it's the same shit we've been going through. It's just now there, there's more mobility for these kids, which I do like. I like the fact that they don't, if their coach leaves them after a year, they don't get stuck at uh, Omaha, Nebraska. But at the same time, you got to be smart. It's like it's like declaring for the draft. Like if you don't have the right information, like you were saying, Jay, right? Then you could be making a big, big uh, mistake, man. Like maybe sometimes you need to sit put. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes you get, you might have to wait two years, three years yeah. to get on the field, dog. But that might be your way to the league. So I don't I, know. I, what you got? And you see examples of it happening either way. You see examples of. Sometimes a guy transferring and that's the best decision for them and it, it works out like a Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. And then you see the instances of a guy staying and sticking and that being the best thing that works out for that that person is to stay and stick. So, I mean, it's real funny how it, it works. I don't think there's a right way to, way to do it. Kind of like Jarvis mentioned earlier, I think it's a lot having to do with what kind of advice are you getting? Are you getting sound advice? Um, are you getting trusted advice? And are you getting advice from somebody who just who's not just there trying to benefit themselves? Uh-huh. Um, I think that that plays a role into a lot of these decisions as to them being good or not. I, I gotta say something real quick. The only thing I have a real issue with when it comes to the transfer portal is tampering. We can act like it don't happen, but it does. Just look oh, at shit, yeah. look at, for instance, the pit quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slovis says he's transferring out. Why would he transfer out? And he's a starter because the Boston College starter is coming to pit. Why is the Boston College starter coming to pit? Because he used to be coached by the pit offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He wants his guy. So. Is and I mean this was all this was known before the portal officially opened. You know what I mean? Like this is so this means there's back channel communication, probably an NIL deal set up and everything for some of these kids. And they already know where they're going beforehand for the big especially for the big name casting of the quarterbacks. They already know where they're going. They're just making it look like oh, I had to go on a visit here and a visit there to, to weigh my options. But these coaches, especially like these lower assistants in these recruiting departments, they hitting up these kids like, "Hey, are you happy? You cool? If not, come over here until to you know we we need some DBs or we need some linebackers." And yep. I feel like that can get out of hand. And they're doing it all season too. Exactly. Exactly. All season. I ain't got a problem with that. Damn, that's the real world, bro. Like. It is. See, see, these kids, this is just the other problem. I, that's the one problem I have is that these kids are so entitled. They just feel like they deserve this. They deserve that. You know what? Real world is you're going to be at a job and somebody going to be hating on you. And somebody going to be whispering in your ear and trying to lead you. Hey, so-and-so don't mess with you like that. You know what I'm saying? You might want to yeah. try to go this route, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the whole time, you just would have had a conversation with said person. You could have cleared it all up. You your name would be good. You might get that promotion or get that little position that you was looking for. But you only problem to this hater over here, aka hater. some some middling uh, analyst at Georgia State. <laughs> you over here thinking that 
<laughs> you getting screwed over. Nah, you just waiting in line. Nah, that's all it is. Hey, but the but the only problem I see with, and I can't blame the kids for being entitled, is because a part, a major part of why they're entitled is because adults who want something from them give them that air of entitlement. You know, yeah. they hype these kids up, these rivals and all, you know, 247, yeah. like all yeah. these guys, they play put because it makes them money or whatever. And they hype these kids up, hype these kids up. Well, of course, if you tell a 17, 18 year old, you're the best player in your position or whatever, and you can do yeah. this and you can get this and your NIL value is this, like they're, they're going to gain a, a sense of entitlement, you know? And so that, that kind of plays heavily into it and why I can't totally blame the kids sometimes for having these big headed thoughts and thinking that they should walk on campus and, and start. But that's why it's important to have coaches like Brian Kelly and, and Sabins and stuff like that, because I think those guys are really good at letting the kid know, like you may not come here and start, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to. Yeah. And those are the guys who do it right. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're as successful as they are. And that's why they, they're able to, maintain rosters as good as they as they are because they they don't have to sell a kid on you come here day one you're going to start they can sell a kid on i'll give you the opportunity you just got to take advantage of it and that's what separates the great coaches from the good coaches what i think i can see coming down the pipeline is conferences incentivizing kids staying and i've heard it from someone else so it's not an original idea. What you mean, staying like in conference or staying at school? Staying at that school. So say, uh, for instance, you stay at a school, you get a certain portion of, like, say, you know, the SEC has those media rights, TV media rights, right? And each school gets a payout. And somebody broke down the math, and there's like $4 million per school at the bigger conferences. Um, if you paid out the kids 20000 almost between 20000 and 40000 apiece. So if you tell a kid, you know, if you don't transfer or enter the portal, you get an extra 40000 this year. That's, that's a, yeah, oh, okay. per kid, per kid. So it's like mm. you get an extra 40000 That's That's the team share of the media rights. You get an extra 40000 to not transfer. I think that will keep some kids in school, at the school. Because I feel as though the transfer portal is – it's causing a lot of people that false sense of hope. We're like, oh, yeah, I can get, I just go, man. And playing time ain't what I thought it was. Yada, yada, yada. But back in the day, you know, you had to thug it out. You you signed on. Without with a year. Yeah, to sit out of year. Exactly. So it's, it's, I think you wouldn't have had, it's almost develops character in a sense. And it develops, you, you have to develop as a better player too. You know, if you want to get on the field, work for it. These kids think they're going to get immediate gratitude and immediate satisfaction and transfer somewhere, and then it's going to work out for them. For every Joe Burrow, there's a, there's a kid that stays like Mac Jones, you know? So I think you got to balance it out. And, and back to the point earlier, you got to get good advice. But I also think the conference is eventually going to get involved because I think they're tired of seeing this right now. You can't really build a team, you know? You thinking you're gonna have these kids for three or four years, and now it's like you might have them for a semester. So, yeah, I mean, 
Are you playing like you for the said, for every Joe Burrow, there's a Avery Gilbert. I mean, nah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not even trying to throw shots, dog. It's, it's, <laughs> it's legit. Like, this cat was the number one rated tight end, like, ever. Of all time. Yeah, and now he can't get on the field. Like, and it, he's damaged goods because you keep moving around doing all this. JT Daniels, you see him about to transfer again, dog. Like, That's crazy. It makes no sense. But again, that's kind of on the kid, too. So I feel like it's a, it's a catch-22. Like, they opened the system up. They said, hey, y'all mm-hmm. tired of getting treated like this? Fine. Yep. What you want to do? And now some of these kids are starting to learn, like, damn, it ain't so sweet. Like, yeah, they was all kissing my ass when I was 17, 18, trying on different uniforms and putting my name on the scoreboard. And now it's like, you a piece of meat just getting used, bro. So, That's why yeah. I thought JT stood for was just transfer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just wow. transfer. Just transfer. <laughs> just yeah. transfer. I think it I, I, I think and and this is not again to 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 take the onus off the kids, but I think like with every but I think these like, yeah, there's issues with kids not wanting to sit and whatever, whatever, whatever. But like I feel like these coaches are also okay. I'm 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 sure y'all seen that internet meme where it's like a guy and his girlfriend and he's walking with his girlfriend, but oh, then he, he sees his back. other girl pass and he yeah. looks back. Like I think the the coaches are the same, are just like that with the transfer portal. Like so they're like, yeah, we want to keep our team together, but then they see this five star that just jumped in the portal and they looking at him too, like you know. So I like add I think it's yeah. yeah, like it's just kind of you know it's just. Man, you know, I think the, the the transfer portal was invented. The perfect use of the transfer portal, Jalen Hurt, like a kid who went to he went to Alabama. He played. He started. Tua came in, won a national championship game. It was inevitable he's gonna lose his job. He stuck it out. Tried to actually saved Alabama season the following year, and then finally it was just like, hey, the school was like Nick Saban was like, hey, we got this cat, this cat Tua. We gotta put him on the field. You did mm-hmm. your thing, like go find you somewhere where you can go you go play. And it worked out for both teams. Like Tua got to start, he got to start. He went went on to be like a Heisman finalist. Now he in the league. Like both of them in the league doing fine. Like that was probably what the transfer portal was intended for. But you know, that's just kind of what it is, man. So man, transfer portal talk 2022. Yeah. yeah man. Opt out, man. Opt out, man. <laughs> Anything else y'all want to get into, man? What, y- what y'all feeling about 2023, man? As far as... Hey, we need to give our our our, our grades for our Brian oh, Kelly yeah, grades. Oh, yeah, Brian Kelly grades? Brian Kelly grades. I'm going to go... I'm going I'm to kick it off because I, I was really excited about this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with an, with an A, and the only thing that kept it from being an A-plus is the A&M game. That was the only yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing because you had a chance to really set some shit off in that game, um, and he, I, I think, and is, and I think, with respecting Coach Kelly, you 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 can also be very critical of him. And he didn't have us ready to play, and, and in so many games he had had us ready to play, and that night he just didn't, and it, and it, and it's okay ultimately, but mm-hmm. that's what kept my grade from being a. A plus, because like I said, outside of that, A plus. Mm. Jay, right? What you got? Uh, incomplete. Because I gotta see the ball game. <laughs> <It's> incomplete. 
<laughs> Miss too nah, many classes. Man, just we gotta we gotta do some extra credit. No, I'm just playing. No, I gotta give him a uh I give him an A minus. And the only reason for the minus is because I just don't think that Texas A&M loss, like B said, hurt my soul. And I feel as though we kind of regressed at the end of the season. After that, like the Arkansas game was a slugfest. But Arkansas beat the shit out of the team they played the next week. And I feel like if they would have had their quarterback, their true starting quarterback available, they might have done the same to us. Because Hornsby wasn't it. Who they play? Oh, they played Ole Miss, huh? Ole Miss. I they, think it was. Yeah, yeah. but they, didn't they get beat by Liberty the week before? Yeah. But I, I feel as though, yeah, that's that's the Hugh Freeze fact. The hospital Hugh ain't playing. Mm. So, SEC West just got a little yeah, tough. Just a little bit tougher. Their stake is more like Outback <laughs> than Roof Chris. It's just a little bit tougher. So, yeah, I, I say A minus. Um, I, like I said, this roster with another coach would have been six and six. Easily. Uh, coach O, three, three and seven. But man, that's my four and six. <laughs> man, y'all, y'all got me feeling bad. I was I was gonna say B plus, but as y'all been talking, I, I, I'm gonna go into the A range. Um the, the Texas saying them losses, maybe because it's too personal because I'm I'm here. Yeah, they're um, talking shit. Yeah, man, I don't like that. I don't like that shit at all, B. But, um... But when I think about, you know, from Florida State to uh, Georgia, like... Yeah. The, the development of Jaden Daniels. Like, Jaden Daniels went from, like, a, are we sure? To, like, no, nah, this our dude. Like, mm-hmm. to the fact that kid was playing on a, on a compromised foot, ankle, whatever you want to call it. And still was making plays, like you yeah. know that that's that's your relationship with your coach. I feel like, man, like yeah, the kid has to have some some internal like motivational factors. But I think that was his relationship with BK, and you saw how BK BK at the beginning was like that new teacher that was kind of like on his p's and q's and sending emails to the the parents about all this stuff. And by the middle of the pack, it was like the parents were like, "Hey, whoop my child if you got to." And yeah, he was we getting trust. up in Jaden's face, like. He's like, man, you got to see that. Like, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. Like, he wasn't afraid to rip him on the sideline in front of everybody, bro. Nope. And, once I, and once I seen that, I was like, all right, BK in his bag now. Like, he coaching. Like, all that, I'm going to be a CEO of the program mm-hmm. and just let people do their job. Nah, let me get hands on and do what needs to be done. So, and I just feel like y'all, just, oh, sorry. From a, from, I think just he brought respectability back to the program, man. Like, mm-hmm. and when you think about it from that point, I got to give him an A because Man, as as much as I love Coach O at his peak, like we was some boo boo like these last two years, though. Like, yeah. And I know, like, I got friends that was, you know, that was like, man, this man won a championship. We fired him in less than two years. It was like, dog, we wasn't respectable, dog. Like, it was the arc of the program. Yeah, yeah we man. wasn't. Re- we was like literally toe to toe with Alabama to like we don't even belong on the same field as these cats, dog. We wouldn't mm. even belong on the same field as. Auburn and, and Ole Miss and Kentucky, dog. Kentucky like, kicked our shit in. Yes. So, yeah, yeah man. When, when I go back to, like, we got an adult in the room, like, from the press conferences to the the meetings to the 
the the coaching, like just everything. Like I listen to the Brian Kelly radio show like every week, man. I'm like, dog, this dude gets it, man. Like it's like he's able to poke fun of himself, but still like stay focused on the goal. Mm-hmm. Like he respects his opponents. Like he don't do all the the foo foo like stupid stuff that Coach O was doing. So yeah, man, BK, oh, yeah. I can give him an A, man. Just yeah, you know, hey, I, I got a question. What's that? Are y'all are y'all which I know all of us are Jaden Daniels fans, but is there some part of y'all that's like hoping he goes pro just to see what we got next? Nope, 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 no. Okay. If I was playing NCAA football 14, yes, but in real life, no, I need him to come back. I need Jaden to come uh, back. Because yeah. I I was I was Looking at Kuiper, I think actually has him like as the fifth, fifth. best quarterback no, no. coming out. Yeah, above yeah. Hendon Hooker, you know, like Hendon's fifty-seven uh, years old. So yes, he would have to be ahead of him. Duh, but, I didn't uh, know Stetson Bennett was the same age as Lamar Jackson. Dog. That's, cra- that's that's crazy. that right there was the craziest thing. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I've seen that meme like five times, and I can- still cannot believe it. I'm still like, I had to go Google. I want to go like, check. No yeah, bro. Look, they, oh, called, nice they called Stetson to go to New York. He's like, yeah, last time I was there, I saw Frank Sinatra live. <laughs> sure. Oh, blue eye. Oh, blue eye. It's all live. Ain't that oh, a trick in a bag? Hey, <laughs> as, as y'all was talking about Gary Nussmeyer, I was just sitting there thinking like, no, I can't, we can't regress like this. Though. Like, Let's get another season. Not like this, Jesus. Not like <laughs> this. Yeah, he is not on the nuts bus, man. We on the nuts bus. Well, I was thinking more like, are we ready to see see Howard? That's kind of more yeah. what I was going with. Walker That's kind of where I was where I was going with. Walker Howard is He's yeah, trying to out there, man. I like him. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think with a returning Jaden Daniels that there's going to be a true quarterback competition. Mm, if no. Jaden Daniels goes, then I think there's going to be a true quarterback competition with the high chance that Howard wins that competition. You might but as well. They, they, I mean, I mean, they can talk going to the offseason all they want about quarterback competition, but you're not going to take a quarterback who won nine, ten games uh, and beat. Yeah. Alabama and others, and just he's not gonna start. Like that's just not gonna happen. Like gonna, all of us said, healthy. all of us said, yeah. Like like it it was the same way. Whenever he announced his transfer, and we were all like, he's not coming here to to sell the. And they tried to uh, competition. Oh, Nuss is looking really good. It was like he's not transferring here to sell the bench, dog. Like like that was a no. handshake agreement that hey you come here you're gonna start and whatever they had to do to make that shit look like that wasn't the case nah bro he's not he wasn't i don't care i do think miles is supposed to be the starter i just think if there was gonna be anybody else it was gonna be miles yeah but but i think i don't think there was the insurance policy like i really think gary pushed him i really do you like this cat don't you i don't love like Love. Hey, I, I hope so. Have, he what like, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Man, he got to take that eye black off and do something. Nah, I, I like, I like Nussmeyer. I've watched enough quarterback play over the years. To, I know it's a risk. It's a high risk, high risk, high, uh, high ceiling too with him. I really do like Nuss, but I also think Walker Howard is the better prospect down the pipeline. Like 
once once he gets unleashed, Walker Howard is going to be that dude. Like we're going to make come to the point we forget Jaden Daniels. Mm. Well, the problem is nothing else is going. I think going to get lost in the sauce because then we got old boy coming next year, right? Uh, what's yeah, his name? Collins. Oh, yeah. About, uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't see where Nuss don't even get his. Shot I don't know, man. Hey, 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 listen, call me crazy. I don't see Collins ever starting game at me LSU. Either, but I'm, the other five, the other five star coming. Hurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, and that's why, me. and that's why I said that because I, yeah. I, I see Hurley coming in, and that that kid just not even watching his film, listening to that kid talk, yes. tells me all yes. I need to, to know. I can yes. I could never have seen a piece of his film. And yeah. just heard him talk as a sixteen-year-old, and that kid there, like some some pe- sometimes people just you just tell people just have it, and you mm-hmm. can just tell he has. I don't see. I think Collins was one of those kids where we needed a quarterback in this class. He was right down the street. You can't let a a, a kid from your state and backdoor go out go play somewhere else when you don't have any other quarterbacks in your class. And so we had to have him. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if I see him outside of catastrophes as far as injuries happening. I don't see him starting a game at but, LSU. But this is the thing, though. He can develop. And I feel like Sloan is a good quarterback coach for him. Because the one thing I see from Ricky that's, that's nice to me is a good, accurate throw. It's not a, He doesn't have elite arm strength, but he's accurate. And that's one thing you can't really coach up, you know? So... I think he has he has a chance. I don't like you said. I, I just think the room's too deep right now for him to be the mm-hmm. star uh, eventually. But he could develop, and I wouldn't be surprised if one day he does try it out there as a starter. But I I I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, stranger things have happened. This is true. I mean, T.J. Finley won us some some games. Now that's the yeah. one that should have man look, bro. Yeah, but that was that was again. <laughs> hey, that hey, that thing I I just said aside yeah. from from some catastrophic, yeah. like, that's where it took for for, for T.J. Bruh, to go out there. I, I saw a high school clip of somebody interviewing him saying he's the next Joe Burrow, and I said, "What? What? Fuck? What are they poor, talking about? It was a poor man's Byron Leftwich, dog. Nah, Bro, poor, poor, poor. His mechanics. <laughs> it's poor. We talk. We talking about so low. You got to look up to see the bottom. You're poor. It is, it is another thing about. I always saw poor people like that. And, and it goes. It goes back to what B said about entitlement too, bro. He has a circle around him that has him believing he's the best thing since sliced bread. Hence why he transferred out. And I feel like he's not gonna, the bench. He's not going to win a starting job with a power five school. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the accuracy on him. The size is there, but he throws oh, strength is there. Yeah, it's, it his balls sail all over. He needs to get with a QB coach. <laughs> I don't know why that was explaining to me. His balls sail all over. <laughs> they do. <laughs> that boy with boxer briefs. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> John Kidmeter is broke. Back down. Back down. I think we I think we covered it all this episode, fellas. <laughs> we covered it all. Well, backtrack. Back it down. Man. Boy going commando. Uh, oh shit. You know what? Uh that concludes episode seven. <laughs> with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay Ray. And we out. Ah. Who made the potato salad?
man. If you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's that? Flop that shit. Savage Life 6 to the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. and go and drop that shit. Back to the bubble. <laughs>